Hey everyone, welcome to The Huddle. It's great to see you. And today we have a special Veterans Day edition. Since 2013, we have hired nearly 400,000 veterans and military spouses to join our team. And the reason is, it is the right thing to do and it makes us a better company, but we find that you know, in so many cases, veterans are just hardworking, capable, inspiring associates, and some of the most uh, disciplined people you'll, you'll ever meet. Um, I, I've told the story a few times, but I, uh, I managed a store in Jacksonville, North Carolina, about one mile north of the Camp Lejeune Marine Corps base where there were 67,000 young Marines and their families who uh, served at a really important time in the country's history. I was there for, for 9-11. And uh, I, I just remember what a difference they made, not only at Walmart, but when those events happened, how they all just quickly ran to the base and supported each other as the country went to war. And it, it made a big impact on me. And I still have friends from that time. And we'll never forget what that day was like and what the months after were like. But I've got two special guests here. I'm so excited to, uh, to introduce uh, Ron Jeter and, and Glenn Gary. Um, they are both uh, associates. Um, you can tell by their their uh, the spark and the name badge, uh, but maybe Glenn, we'll uh, we'll start with you. You had a, a long career in the Air Force, so I'd love for you to talk about uh, how you got there, how long you were in the Air Force, what you did, and and the difference it made in your life. Well, happy to be here. Thank you very much. Um, well, I, I think it all started with my parents. Um, I'm actually a first generation American. My parents came to the U.S. Uh, in the early 1960s to escape the Colombian Civil War, and um, you know they they lived the American dream. They came with almost nothing, and today they're retired in, in South Florida. Um, love their local Walmart, get groceries from there. Uh, but um, after that, I, I really wanted to, and it sounds hokey, I wanted to give back to to the country uh, that uh, that gave us so much, um, and and. It was a way to get an education and to 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 give back, and so I wanted to make sure that that American dream that my parents actually walked and I experienced uh, was available for my three kids and their kids. And so part of that is is to serve and keep uh, you know keep our country strong. And so um, you know applied to uh, to Boston University, got an ROTC scholarship, and uh, that took me to 24 years in the Air Force. Uh, I had my, my family and I across uh, two different continents, and I actually ended up serving over five different continents in 24 years. Uh, we moved about 10 times. And so at some point they were like, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to just stop moving and settle down. Um, and all that time I was a uh, communications and then a cyber operations officer. So I worked, um, you know, supporting our, our country's, you know, networks and defending them and, and, that became my passion and uh, totally in love what I do, what I did then. And I'm doing very similar stuff for Walmart and I, I love doing it here. Well, you're part of the uh, the risk management team and the global tech team. And I'm just, you know, wondering um, what what got you into cybersecurity? Um, we were we were joking a bit before we got on. You found something you love and you get paid for it. So there, there's a big message of that, by the way. For everyone who's listening, but but what you got? What got you started? And when did you know that you loved it? Well, I uh, my older cousin got me into technology, into computers. Uh, I'm going to date myself, but you know, the the Commodore 64 and the older computers like that, they were just they were interesting. And so I got into technology, and then how to you know how does how does everything work? And so that took me into you know enjoying 
technology and then the, the security piece came later is it, it's a cat and mouse game. Uh, how, you know, every time we, we secure something, they find a new way to come at us. Um, and I enjoy, you know, my piece of that, which is trying to, you know, defend and keep them out. It's a big, big game of strategy and the work never ends. And I just want to say one more thing and then I want to talk about Rhonda here in just a second. But um, our military uh, programs within the company called Hiring Our Heroes, it's a fellowship. And you were the first fellow hired in the, in the tech, pro- tech department and the tech organization from the program. So could you just quickly talk about that program and then how long you've been here? Absolutely. It's a, it's a great program. And I, like you said, I was the first one. Um, Walmart's been doing the program for about two years, started out in the, in the DCs and now Sam's and the InfoSec department within Global Tech um, did it. And um, it's a 12-week program for people who are either separating or retiring from the military. Um, it allows you to intern basically with a private company and um, I, you know, ever since I was a, a junior captain, I thought I'd like to go work in industry. Um, and this program gave me an opportunity to come and, and, and sit down and figure out is my perception of what it, the private sector is like uh, based on reality and fact, or is it just, uh, I have this complete, you know, misunderstanding. And um, so I came in and uh, I loved the work that the uh, decision science team was doing in, in quantifying risk. Uh, across global tech. And then I also, um, it gave me a chance to understand the culture, see the culture of the company. And I frankly really liked what I saw. Um, In some ways it has a very similar culture to the military, you know, associates looking out for each other, associates, and and you can see the, hear the stories about how stores um, have the latitude to go help, you know, in a crisis and an emergency kind of thing. And that, that latitude comes from the culture and understanding that leaders support that. And so um, that kind of resonated. I remember seeing your uh, 9-11, um, I think it was article that came out and talked about what, what that store did to, to mobilize. And so that sort of stuff really speaks to me and, and says, you know, because um, to me, it's not just about the work, but the culture of the company that, that really, uh, I enjoyed getting that, that peek into it. And um, I came in and in uh, early May, early May, uh, as a as a military fellow, and I was happy that uh, they gave me an offer, and I became a full time associate one September of this this year. So, just really not, you know, um, still getting my feet wet, um, but uh, loving every minute of it. Well, that's great. We're we're glad you joined. I've I've been at the company and in retail for twenty eight years, and I think I'm still getting my feet wet. It's, everything changes every day, and. That's what makes it exciting. You're always learning something. And at Rhonda, let's let's talk to you about you for just a second. Um, you've been in the company a little longer, but uh, recently promoted to store manager in Longview, Texas, store 399. And why that's important is we've got about 4,700 stores, locations around the country. So 399 means it's been there for a long time. I'm sure you've got a great team you're working with, but also a veteran of the Air Force. I'd love to, to, to ask you the same question. Tell us about your career in the Air Force and what you did and how it led to, to this. I graduated high school and had played uh, softball in college for about a year um, and then started looking at even more in my future, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And so I went to and started talking to uh, military recruiters and decided to join the Air Force. And I joined the Air Force um, 
back in 1998 and uh, was in the Air Force for approximately a little over 10 years. And the first four years I was HR, um, did personnel, I ran commanders programs, um, did people programs um, in orderly rooms and in the squadrons. And then the last six years I was a military training instructor and that um, is at Lackland Air Force Base, and that's your basic training. Um, they come off in street clothes, and you train them from the time they hit the ground till the time they they left and graduated. Um, so I was able to do that for six years, and uh, that was probably one of the best things I was able to do. And then when I'd gotten out of the military, I was uh, getting ready. I was doing my prereqs for nursing school and going to school again, and then I was uh, started overnight stocking it. Uh, actually 399 across town or 398 across town and um, and wound up being in that store um, and learning everything that I could learn um, basically from being in the military and just the team aspect of everything that I learned while being in the Air Force working with teams working towards one goal um, I think that's really what's helped me thrive um, when I came into Walmart and uh our core values are similar um, to, to the Walmart core values, integrity first, service for self, and excellence in all we do. That's uh, similar to Sam Walton's, you know, core values. And I think I've been able to just kind of transition from military into the retail and using the skills that I learned while I was in the military uh, to work with teams and, and reach goals and have a winning environment with those teams. Right now, I've got, I've got to ask, um, I'm going to make an assumption, but your your role as a trainer in the Air Force has to be similar in in many ways to what you do here. I'm sure in the military, the the experiences may be a bit more extreme than learning how to be a retailer and probably people remember you differently depending on how those first few weeks when they got out of street clothes straight into the training. But um, just are there comparisons? I mean, did that help you? Does that experience really help you lead a store with with hundreds of people every day? It really does because even, um, you know, being a basic training instructor, so there's, you know, we had lesson plans and there's certain ways that they learn to do everything, um, but still listening to those trainees and, and teaching them and training them and getting their feedback. And that's one of the main things that I learned in the military too was, uh, you know, you're, and just with Walmart, your associates come up with the best ideas. Like they'll have way better ideas than I do. So listening to and working with them as a team to talk through problems um, and, and working through change, like, and, and talking to those associates, working through that change and getting their ideas and their input. Um, and it's very, very similar to what I did in the military. Yeah, it's so true. Listening to those that are doing the work closest to the customer. That was something that our founder talked about decades ago. And, and just yesterday I was in a store and we started by pulling the team together and had 10 associates, including what we call team leads all together and just listened to what, the way they were thinking about the holiday plan. And we wrote down several ideas that, that we can bring back and make changes. And, you know, this whole idea that you both talked about, about servant leadership, you, you lead like an inverted pyramid. We're the leaders on the bottom and the customers are at the top and everything in the middle is our responsibility that falls on our shoulders. But as we honor Veterans Day today, one of the things that we can never forget are the families, the members of the military families who are the support network that that enable so many people, you know, millions of people uh, to do what the two of you have done for the country. So, you know, Rhonda, I'd love to 
know what your thoughts are on that. And, and, you know, we need to think about it for associates as well. We all have support networks, family, friends, loved ones who are there when we need them to be, and we couldn't do what we do. I know I certainly couldn't do what I do without the support of, of my family, but I'd love to know your perspective on military families. I think we all, we all know our families are, you know, one of the most important things in our lives and um, military families are, they go through a whole lot of different things. Their spouses are gone for months at a time. You know, they're separated um, a lot for different deployments, um, working long hours for exercises. You never know what your schedule is going to look like from day to day. So just that support system, um, which can happen, you know, like you said, retail changes and customer demand changes. Um, and so that having that support system, I know with my family, um, was able to help me because I can come to work and not have to worry about what's going on at home. And so, you know, we appreciate our associates and appreciating their family because they can come in and do what they've got to do. And they've got, you know, a lot on their shoulders to be able to get done and not have to worry about, um, maybe some issues going on at the house because they have that family support system to help them do that. Yeah, exactly. Glenn, how about you? You talked about your parents and your three kids, but chance to give back and honor your parents, which I'm sure they're very, very proud of you for your service, not only in the Air Force, but but here. Um, what's, what's it mean to you? So military families certainly uh, seem to be more resilient. Uh, they're asked to pick up and move and sometimes you know, one state away, sometimes literally halfway around the world. Um, and they plop you down and you just go through that cycle every two to four years. Um, and so your kids learn to adapt quickly. You learn to, as, as Rhonda was saying, you learn to form that support system very quickly uh, because everyone is in that same, um, on that same ride in essence. And so you, but I, I've noticed you do form resilient um uh, spouses and your kids and, and the way they look at uh, different things. And so um, it is a challenge, uh, but it certainly um, has a lot of benefits to it as well. Um, you know, my, my kids have uh, you know, actually lived more than half their lives overseas in Europe. Um, and uh, it was, you know, just now, are we teaching my eight-year-old, my nine-year-old, you know, all the states of the U.S. could be, he could name you most of the EU, you know, even though he was born in the great state of Texas, uh, we basically moved right after he was born. So, but um, it's a great, unique life, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a gift, definitely a gift to live abroad. Uh, the word I was thinking of um, is resilient and being resilient. I, I do remember when I started it in Jacksonville, North Carolina, there was just a, a different drive and work ethic than I'd seen. and I And it took me a few months to realize I was constantly asking people, are you in the Marine Corps or have you been? Because I couldn't tell apart if it was a family member or someone was in, but you could feel the Marine Corps drive and discipline was was always present, which made the store a lot easier to run than others because people are just motivated to uh, to overcome. And perhaps what some think are a bad day, they would just think is Wednesday. It was just a different situation. But last thing I've got, Glenn, um, you, you were uh, recruited through the program we talked about, um, but you're also um, recruiting others. So I was wanting to know if you've recruited anybody else from the Air Force lately. So I actually, I actually um, did recruit my old boss uh, to work here at Walmart. And uh, Dan just started on the 26th of October. And he actually joined our team um, in decision science. And so happy to have Dan on board. 
but I'm also part of the team who is, I'm working with the military team and the Hiring Our Heroes lead within InfoSec to, to get more folks on board. And so we are hoping to, to um, you know, most people don't necessarily see Walmart as a tech company, even though we, we do all these huge things and we're going through the omnichannel um, strategy to, to really mesh the online and store experience uh, at Walmart, at Sam's, um, that requires a lot of, a lot of you know, cyber intelligence and cyber workforce. And so helping to get the word out that Walmart is a, is a tech company um, and it's doing some really, really cool things in that space. Most folks don't know about it. And so I'm just out there trying to say, hey, would you think about Walmart? And I'm get a lot, I get a lot of the, I've never thought of them before. And then I explain all what we're doing and they're like, oh, that actually sounds pretty interesting. And so I'm hoping to get a couple more, more veterans into, uh, onto the teams across uh, the uh, information security department. Well, keep doing that and keep looking broadly because everything from cybersecurity to logistics to healthcare, aviation, drive truck, work at a store, manage a store, uh, I, there, there are hundreds of things I'm about to leave out, but the breadth of what we do is is pretty amazing and and it is a great place for uh, people to join. Well, thanks for both of you for joining and taking the time with us on what is a very special day for the country. And it's a day that we honor those who have served and remember those that have served before us and those who, who have fallen uh, for our country. Thanks for uh, what you do and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. Um, Rhonda, love to come see you in the store and, uh, and, and Glenn, sometime when we can say hello in person, that'll be great. Thanks for what you're doing, and we'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you very Thank much. You.